We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is noon in the Delaware Valley. Mike Sielski, Glenn Macknow, 215-592-9494. We're going to go to the phones in a few minutes, but this is our time to do This Week in Philadelphia Sports History. Brought to you by Scheib Vintage Sports where there's a story in every stitch. Visit their new location in Wayne and Lancaster Avenues in downtown Wayne or at ShibeSports.com. And don't forget, $50 gift card from Shibe Sports to the best caller of the day. So, Mike. Glenn. 19 years ago this week was the closing of Veterans Stadium. The Phillies uh. closing of Veterans Stadium. Uh, I'm going to play you just a little bit of it. You'll get the tingles. <laughs> this is Harry Callis. On that last day, Veterans Stadium is more than concrete and steel. It's a place we will remember forever. As you know, baseball is a game of numbers. In the history of Veterans Stadium, 2,617 regular season and 25 postseason games have been played here. More than 500 players have worn Phillies pinstripe uniforms during more than 24,000 innings. The biggest number of all. It's you fans. More than 68 million of you fans have been here to see the Phils play. Thank you. God bless you. And I'm telling you, he gets a little choked up. I watched it. He gets a little choked up there. Yeah, he does. Harry was the best. Gosh, he was so good. He was so good. They did that so well. I watched the whole thing, which Mm -hmm. was like an hour long, right? Yep. And they had Mike Schmidt circle the bases one last time, and Tomei's on the team, and he and Tomei embrace at home plate. And um, it's when Tug was really yes. ailing, and they said the last pitch at Veterans Stadium has to be by, and a limousine drives across the field, and out comes Tug McGraw. Wow! Yeah, and he throws a pitch, and they just they hit everything right. They had here's you know every for every year. That they were there, I think it was 1971. Mm-hmm. They had a flag, and behind the flag came several guys from that team, and you, you know, great players and obscure players. And sure, the Phillies, and I think they still are, have always been so great at that kind of thing. They always nail the historical stuff, the nostalgic stuff. They they really do a great job with that. And you know, they had been in that stadium 32 years. Uh, they had the best years of the franchise in that stadium. When you're talking about you know, basically 76 to 83 mm-hmm. up till that time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I believe me, I, I can remember the first time I went to the vet as a Phillies fan as a kid. I went for my eighth birthday 
and I think I've told this story before, um, got upset at the game because uh, I wanted a kiss from the Philly Fanatic, and the Philly Fanatic <laughs> missed me the first time around, and I got upset, and then the Fanatic came back and hit me with his tongue, and everything was good. Oh, so you're okay. Yeah, I I, I've say, gotten over it now. I know people. It, I could still arrange that. It, it, it took years of therapy, but okay. I got through it, yes. Uh, a couple other things about it. One... In contrast to the Phillies, do you remember how poorly the Eagles handled that? Uh, yes, and there are reasons for that, I think. Okay, um, let me just say what they did, and then you can explain sure. the psychology of it. They did nothing. Yeah. They had, they basically, and I think it was halftime of a game, ran a play where Jaworski handed off to Wilbert and he ran down the field. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yes. Why did they do it so poorly and the Phillies did it so well? I think it comes down to this very simple fact. The people who owned the Phillies were still tied to and had affection for Veterans Stadium. Jeffrey Lurie, from the time he bought the team in 1994, wanted to get out of Veterans Stadium. Mm. You know? Yeah, I, mean, well, he I didn't buy, blame him. Yeah. yeah, he buys the team in 94. They have a new stadium within 10 years. Yeah. and It was an early goal and they did it. Yeah, and he didn't like the place. He thought it hampered them in terms of signing free agents and being the kind of franchise that he wanted them okay. to be. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that they should have handled the closing of it the way that they did. You've got to understand your audience, understand the market and the city and the fan base and all of those things. I just think that that's what this comes down to is he he and the team wanted to be somewhere else. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think you're right in your other point, which is despite that, they should have recognized the moment. Okay, here's the other thing. And, and I don't mean to bring everybody down. When I watch that, and I, again, I watch the whole thing, it just struck me how many so how so many of those people have passed. Yeah, yeah. Harry... Of course, and Dallas Green, and Tug McGraw, and Paul Owens, and Jim Bunning, and Andy Musser, who's yeah. doing the broadcast, and Jay Johnstone, and John Vukovic, mm-hmm. and Mike Ru- it's, I'm watching this thing. It's like, God, all these people, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. It's very bittersweet. It, it is. I mean, 19 years is a, is a pretty long time. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, guess. I, I, think, I think there is an element within the fan base and the marketplace that still a little bit kind of feels like, and this is crazy to say, but that Citizens Bank Park and the link are still new in some respects. Yeah, they feel it. They still feel it to me. Yeah, because people who grow up here tend to stay here. And so they're going to have memories of Veterans Stadium or Connie Mack Stadium or the Eagles playing at Franklin Field because they never left the Philadelphia area. Yeah. Anyway, that is our Shibe Sports, uh, Shibe Vintage Sports Moment of the week. Best caller gets a uh, $50 gift card to Shibe Sports. It might be Aaron in Norristown. Who knows? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hey, uh, real quick before, uh, you know, I think the last memory I have of the Eagles was the loss against Tampa Bay, which oh. was worse than anything else they could have done, by the way. Oh. But, uh, I was there, Aaron. I remember that I, game. So was I. I well, so, there. so sure they were going to win. I, yeah, he, that should have been the last memory for the Eagles, unfortunately. didn't. Would I, I will, that would have been the best memory. I, I will never forget the looks on fans' faces as I – because I was – you know, oh, it was the, it was a Walking Dead to the yeah, parking lot yep, that game. It yeah, was, nobody just, said a word. Nobody said a word. Vacant eyes. Oh my gosh. Yep. So hey, and real quick before I get to my Eagles point, uh, Glenn, that uh, welcome to Wrexham. Just watch the first episode. Rob McElhenney, who's from Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. his 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 inspiration to buy that soccer team was because of his love for the Eagles. Exactly. And the first the first episode is all about like his love for the Eagles. Films of him at the Eagles games. Yep. He even turned their road jerseys into green color. Yep. That, for that, so, uh, yep. Anyway, so it's a really I, good, no, it's really uh, the first I, I wa- So the first episode is what I watched, and it hooked me because of that. 
And he yeah. goes back to the l- tiny little home mm-hmm. that he grew up in South Philly and gives you yeah. his roots as a fan. Yeah, it's great. Kid and all that was great. Loved yeah. it. Yep. Loved it. So I um, really wanted it's a good show. It gets better, by the way. So, um, the What I want to talk about is I think organically the Eagles fans travel better than any other team in the country. Like you'll see fans from other teams at games, but they're most likely are more so fans that live in the city. I've never seen what you're going to see tomorrow like 20,000 people in a stadium that physically come from either buses or drive or take the train and are in another team's stadium like you're going to see tomorrow. You've seen numerous times. And this phenomenon has been growing year after year, and it's just going to be amazing to see the reaction on Carson Wentz, who doesn't seem to handle, you know, things like that pretty well, when before the game there's 20 to to 30,000 Eagles fans in there doing the old skull-using Hurts chant and booing him before he even takes a snap in the game. I think it's going to be tremendous. I've seen projections, Aaron, and thank you so much for the call, uh, that from ticket analysis and you know vendors and things like that that suggest half the crowd tomorrow is going to be Eagles fans, at least. Yeah, um, could be. Which is incredible. I mean, it is incredible and it's not incredible. Look, the, the Washington commanders, I hate their nickname gosh um have just been so bad for so you know long what the thing is it, so they they changed their name and i get it i agree yeah. that they had to change their name they came up with like the worst choice you could have come up with yeah it's it's just there they, are a lot of other things they, they can't do so anything right. if you think of the the washington football team over the decades mm-hmm. what is the 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 thing the instance the, the the part of that team you remember the most if you're a fan the offensive line the hogs the hogs yeah they should have been the hogs or something where they built right. that in. Yep. Right? Yeah. And they just ignore that and go for something which is so generic. I would say the same thing for the Cleveland Indians become the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. Maybe that means something out there. I know it's related to a bridge and stuff, but it doesn't convey anything. No. They, they, both of those teams sound like franchises in bad sports movies. That's what you name the franchise. Like, <laughs> you know, in, an Olive, yeah, in another does. Oliver Stone movie about yes. football, that's what you'd name. Oh, we're playing the Cleveland Guardians yeah, next week. Exactly. You better be ready. Exactly. Uh, anyway, yes. So, and, and I want to I want to go further on this, but just to focus on, on what's happening in Washington, Daniel Snyder chased away a great fan base. Yep. You know, I went to games there when I, back when I was covering the Eagle stuff back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Is old RFK Stadium, and it was rocking. I mean, it was literally rocking. You'd be in there, and, and you'd think, like, it's an earthquake. And the fan base was amazing. Yeah. And they sang the song, and they did the whole thing, and they were kind of similar to Eagles fan base in their passion. He destroyed that fan base, put a stadium in a bad place, bad stadium, bad team, and I have, you know, if you're down, like, why would you go? No. That, and so it's, hey, two-hour drive, Eagle fans going to go nuts. Yeah, and even worse with respect to Snyder is that it's the nation's capital. capital. Mm-hmm. Like, think about all the power people in the country yeah. who would be interested and were interested in the, the team in the 80s and the 90s when it was great. Yep. The fact that they are as irrelevant as they are and when they're relevant, it's for all the wrong reasons. It's just a total blight on the national football. I think Aaron's point, I hadn't really thought about it much, but I keep hearing all week, like, oh, there's 400 people going down on this trip, and there's 1,000 people going there. I think Eagle fans will dominate that thing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You will see green throughout. I don't. Who's the broadcaster on the game? Do we know who's doing it? I mean, it's a Fox game. Do we know who's calling it? I don't right, know. Moshe, if you have a minute, see if you can figure out, find out who's calling it. They will be like, oh, my God, look at all these. They'll be surprised. But they're right. Yeah. You know the game I'll always remember that way? 
It was. I'm, I'm going to see if you say the one I'm thinking of. It was a game in Miami yep, exactly. against the Dolphins. Yes, 2003. Yeah. Yep, I remember that. I traveled Deuce. to that game. Yep, exactly. It was a December game in Miami. The weather was lousy in Philadelphia. The Eagles were on a long win streak, and it was the perfect sort of perfect storm, really, to have hundreds of fans fly down to Fort Lauderdale and go to that game. And I think Brian Westbrook threw a touchdown pass to Freddie Mitchell that night. I wow. think, or one. Maybe it was the other way around, but it was uh, it was a sight to see. Yeah, uh, that's the one I remember, and 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 tomorrow's going to be more so. Moshe was calling the game. Adam Amin, Mark Schlereth, and Christina Pink. That is not Fox's A team. No, it's it Fox is. doesn't have an A team. That's not no. Stop. That's not true. Kevin Burkhart is terrific, and I'm not just saying that because I've known him a long time, and he's a friend. He is absolutely great. He and Greg Olson are going to do a terrific job calling yeah, the Super okay. Bowl, calling the Super Bowl oh, this they year. They got the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I will uh, not have any Kevin Burkhart blasphemy on uh, this show. Okay. All right, boys. <laughs> step back. Step back. Don't want to get sidetracked. Those guys tomorrow. Schlereth won't. Schlereth will still be caught up in his Redskins nonsense. But Adam Amin, he's gonna. He, they're gonna talk about it. Yeah. And we're gonna love it. It's yep. gonna be great. Uh, Todd in Mount Laurel is with us. Todd, what's in your mind today? Hey, Glenn, I got a lot, but, man, you messed me up with that uh, Harry Callis thing. Man. You brought back right. some great memories Great memories with my dad, man. My, my, one of my vivid memories is when I became an Eagles fan. My dad, I was a, believe it or not, I was a Cowboys fan when I was young. Ooh. My dad got some tickets to the 1980 champion, NFC Championship game. And I'll never forget that. And I became immediately became an Eagles fan ever since then. So, yeah, fond memories of the vet, man. Yeah, yeah. It's see, I did not grow up here. So the first time I went to the vet, I was twenty nine years old, and I thought, this is where they play and fill it out. This is like this city. I had been going to Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. I moved here from Detroit, and Tiger Stadium was a great baseball stadium. Yes, it was. Pontiac Silverdome was a horrible football place, but. <laughs> When I came here and I'm watching the Phillies at the Fed, I felt like, this isn't great. But, uh, Todd, you grew up in it. Mike, you grew up mm-hmm. in it. It's your memories. It's your family. I get it. It's Harry the K. Todd, yeah. I get it. Well, I mean, it was just, it was it, it, it was the memories that were made there. And that's that's really, I mean, yeah, the building sucked. But, <laughs> yeah, it, I, exactly. I, I actually played college games there, and it, I, I know how bad it sucked. But, Ooh. um the memories that were made there and that that you know when you were had Harry Callis man it just brought back that yeah. memory of my dad mm-hmm. you know he he worked at Temple and you know he didn't we didn't have a whole lot of money and he got enough money because i i, I liked the Cowboys at the time but it was you the NFC what? championship I gotta, I, game. I, I, oh you were th- that was the game it was the NFC yes. championship game yes. yes first of all your dad's the greatest yeah because he took you to that game and he set you on the right path <laughs> exactly. I is your exactly. dad still with us? Is your nah, dad? No, man. He passed. He passed away in 2010. And uh, what's your but, dad? You know, what was your was dad's a, name? Leroy Lane. I Leroy salute Lane. today, yeah, Leroy Lane. Absolutely. Toast that man today. <laughs> hey, last thing. Last thing. I know you guys were talking about movies earlier, but did you guys? Did you? Uh, you might have talked about this. Did you talk about the uh, on Amazon Prime? Term, the terminal list with Chris Pratt. I watched the first couple episodes of it, Todd, and I liked it. And then I got away from it. And I, I think I'm going to go back to it at some point. Yeah. I just haven't had a chance Dude, yet. You gotta, you gotta go back. That, that's an 
Chris Pratt's a great actor, but that whole storyline is 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 unbelievable. But yeah, go back and check that out. That was that was that, it's an awesome show. It said I, I, I know I like that. It said all kinds. Call. It said all thanks, kinds of man. records for like people watching it yeah. and things like that. Yeah, like, tons of it. people watched it. Here's the thing. I um, Alan Sepinall is a, a TV critic. Mm-hmm. And I think for Rolling Stone. Yes. But I follow him on Twitter. So I, I, I read his stuff all the time. And he wrote a month or two ago, he said, in 2021, there were, f- um, uh, the number ain't right, but it's close, 568 scripted shows on major television networks and streaming services. Mm-hmm. said, I'm a TV critic. I watch about 10% of it. Yeah. So you and I do this, and I try to watch as I much as I can. And, you know, I'm watching the Phillies and the Eagles and everything else, but I really try to do it. First of all, I really like TV. Second of all, I feel an obligation because we do what we're watching. And because of that, people recommend stuff all the time. Yes. There's no way I'll get to it all. No, you're right. And some of the feedback that I've gotten since starting on the show with you has been, hey, you guys <laughs> – Talk about shows on streaming services, and I don't have any streaming services. Can yeah, you I can you recommend that. something on ABC or and, CBS and or something like I, that? I, Abbott Elementary. Yeah, that, that was the network show that I liked this year. Mm-hmm. Watch Abbott Elementary, but I get that. Uh, Nick and Conchi, hello, Nick. Hey guys, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. Awesome. Hey, well, listen, just just wanted to uh, kind of talk a bit about Torch and, and the start of camp. Um, you know, in my opinion, he's like the biggest tryhard in the NHL. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the, the kind of photo flying around Twitter of him standing over one of the flyers after like a bag skate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think they're just so far away from where the NHL is. And, you know, it's it's the head coach and how they're training. But it's also Chuck Fletcher and, and the talent that's on the roster, the lack of talent. And unfortunately, I, I really think it's a season to forget before we even start, you know? Um, so it, it's not, not looking good. Well, Mike, um, had, well, hold on. Mike's got a goal for it. Yeah. I mean, my, <laughs> my feeling is, Nick, that the Flyers for a long time have needed to start trusting the process. Um, oh, you know, oh, uh, Glenn, Glenn's oh, ready to wrench oh, <laughs> next it. to me in the, uh, oh. in the studio, but it's true, oh. um, especially with the way the NHL has changed over time, the way the sport has opened up and goal scoring sure. has become back, has come back. They need top-end talent, and they don't have any. And right. so if you can get Connor Bedard, that would benefit you in a big way. You want to take two? You want, I, well, listen, you know what? I've I got to bring up, you know, we're wasting Carter Hart. Uh, like, you got to start to think, like, would you move Carter Hart to, you know, get some picks, get some, you know, any kind of, you know, uh, secondary Hart? talent? Is he, is he 23? I, I, yeah, I would not move Carter Hart. Carter Hart's going to be, if um, unless he is so scarred by playing behind this team for the next year or two, um, he's going to be a terrific goalie or should be for the next 10 years. So, you know, you try to build a team around him as quickly as you can, but you got to start. They should have started already. And, you know, Nick is right. It's going to be a long, rough season, and the only ray of sunshine possible is if you end up with the first pick in the draft. I can't believe that you are advocating losing on purpose. Glenn, that we went through that whole process thing, which was, what, four, five, six, whatever years, to watch a team that loses in the second round of the playoffs year in and year out, and you want to go and just lose on I, I, I can't believe that you're there. Glenn, of the last 17 years in Flyers history, they have finished first or second three times. 
They, yeah, they've so got how, how do you get great players? You I don't know. Them. How do good you teams get them. better? They are bad first. So you put but you're putting all your eggs in the one basket. Well, you're no, gonna you're do gonna, this and you're gonna, you know, win the lottery and Connor Bedard's gonna come and say What I'm you. saying, no, they need to be really bad for a while. Oh God. They do. No, I'm no, sorry, but I, they do. Okay. The okay. Colorado Avalanche were awful for eight years. The Pittsburgh Penguins got top three draft picks three straight years and ended up drafting Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Marc Andre Fleury. And they are still making the playoffs based on those three drafts. All these years later, you have to do it. I'm sorry, but and, but the entire incentive structure of the league is set up that way. I will stand for morality. <laughs> That's it. That's my argument. My you know, argument is I'm going to stand for honesty we, we, and morality. We should we should frame this come the first week of November as like a, a debate, a campaign debate. <laughs> we can we can do that. I'm just I'm so disappointed that you, like a, a citizen of this world, a, a father of two, somebody. Lacks the just the the morality that you're gonna you know you're gonna lose on purpose. You you can. It's all right. I'm not gonna change it. That's okay. You can have morality if you want to. I mean, the system is set up you to incentivize win. teams to do Which this. Which is why I think they should do away with uh, that kind of draft. I'm with sport. you. I, I think they that, absolutely should. We'll do that someday. Okay. Two on five. Five nine two ninety four ninety four. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack, now on ninety four WIP. But before we go, let me tell you that this hour is sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike Sealski, Len Macnow, 94 WIP. This hour is sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Before this hour ends, Mike and I will make our pick on the Eagles game tomorrow. Oh, by the way, Dinger. Just came in second in a 16-horse field at Parks. Not bad. Tuskegee Airman was the winner. Also, oh. also, also a cool name, yeah. Chuck Zachney owns that one. Oh. So we will, I'm trying to find out what Didinger paid there to, to place. So we will uh, we will see. One more quick thing, and then we'll get back to the conversation. Uh, I just want to uh, congratulate my son, wish my son the best. My son... Uh, and actually, my son Alex Macnow and my brother-in-law, Rob Graff, are riding together as we speak in the MS 100-mile city-to-shore ride. Oh, awesome. Which they are doing, well, which from, went from Philadelphia down to the Jersey Shore to raise money for the National MS Society. And uh, I just am really proud of them for doing that. And if anybody wants to donate, go to my Facebook page and you will see it. And you can do it and donate to a good cause. All right, Mike Sealski. Come at me, Glenn. Well, I just did uh, yes. for your tanking thing, but now I have to do it again, and, and Warren and Ed and Rick will get you guys coming up in just a this second. Is, this but, is why you wanted me to be your partner, I think. Yeah, because you say 
goofy things. So the, 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 this is – everybody in town is very excited about the Eagles. They're 2-0. and um, The Detroit win was not particularly impressive. But they won. The Minnesota game was very impressive. So people are all hyped up and here we go. And they, what do you know? Could it be a Super Bowl year? What's it going to be? And then I read one of my favorite columnists this week write a piece – which I'll just read one line from it. Maybe when everybody else is climbing aboard the hype train, there's something to be said for the person who keeps a loose grip on the handbrake. So you need to be that trolley driver <laughs> with your clutching the handbrake to stall everybody else's excitement. You felt the need for that, did you? What I felt the need to do was... Just be one voice saying, hey, I've been around a little while. I have seen excitement like this before. It's great in the moment, but it passes. Invariably, it passes. Um, you may not sound like you have a digestive issue. <laughs> and one of the points I made in the column was it wasn't that long ago, five years ago, that we were feeling exactly the same way about Carson Wentz especially after a Monday night performance in which he threw four touchdowns against Washington and yeah, yeah. you know had everybody going gaga over him. And yeah, they won the Super Bowl that year and it was awesome. And look, part of this is just me looking at my role as a columnist and making people go, you know what, let's look at something from a slightly different perspective. Uh, but we I'm know, not a, we I'm know not a, that. I know, but I'm not a go-along-to-get-along kind of guy, Glenn. I, I, that's fine, uh, and I don't want to tell you how to do your job. You're a terrific columnist, and you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Sielski, where he will engage you when you rip him, which, for the God's sake, I don't understand why you do that, but that's a separate issue. We know that that this this could work out badly. It's worked out badly ninety eight percent of the time when we have invested our heart. Mm -hmm. We lead with our heart, mm -hmm. knowing full well they may crush and stomp our heart. Right. You felt the need to remind me of that. Yeah, just a little bit because it was just two. It's just two games into the season, and I get look. This is an inherent. Wow, eat I, your vegetables. Well, look. Um, I don't know another way to put this other than the way I'm going to put it. Part of my job is having to take a step back from mm. fandom. Now, that doesn't I, mean I don't understand how I, fans think. I get it. I, I work with Ray for a thousand I know. I, I, I know. get a guy who, who's – I get it. You know, and and so I write my columns from that perspective. Mm -hmm. I was a fan when I was a kid. I was a fan – I would argue probably say into my early 20s. But once I started covering Philadelphia sports, professional and high college sports full time, uh, I had to take a step back from that so that I could look at try to look at things through a different perspective, through what I think is a more clear eyed, a little bit more objective perspective. Doesn't mean I don't get the fans here. Doesn't mean I'm I don't understand where you they're you coming don't. from. I understand and I understand that you want to get that out there. I get it because people don't always comprehend the job of a newspaper guy, which is different than the job of a radio guy, and now you're... you're yeah, you're, I'm trying to straddle the line. Yeah, you're trying to straddle the line. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's like, hey, they beat Minnesota. It was a really good win. 24 points. God, the defense was great. Did you see Hertz? He was good, and they ran the ball. It was great. And I pick up, I was like, you know, <laughs> they might lose, and it could all crash down <laughs> by Mike Sielski. 
<sighs> so okay, that's it. I'm done. Okay, that's fine. Right. That's fine. By the um, way, Dinger played three three dollars to place, two sixty to show. So oh, okay. If you bet on Dinger, you didn't exactly. No, he didn't clean up. <laughs> Still got to pay the college tuition. Yeah, right. All right, Warren in Gwinnett Valley, you're on with Mike and Glenn. Hey, Warren. One of you has to be positive, and the other has to be negative. I mean. No, we don't do that. No, don't. And, I, and Warren, just to be clear, I, I don't no. take positions in my columns or on this show just for the sake of taking them. Uh, I don't do that. I, I just kind of felt like the wave of, oh my God, this is awesome, <laughs> needed a, just a slight counterbalance. That's yeah, all. A little counterbalance. And, and, and please understand. We are not Skip Bayless and and Stephen A. Smith. We will never, and I don't do this. We will never, like as Mike just said, come up with a position just for the sake of just coming for up the with sake that of position. It. Right? Just, just I, I don't. Record, I don't play that joke. game. Okay, yeah, got it. For, cool. That was okay. a joke. I got it. Thanks, Warren. A- anyway, it's. Um, I'm very impressed with the Eagles so far that they got through uh, Minnesota and survived uh, Detroit. And uh, surely the season looks much brighter going forwards. And I think that this Washington game is as much a home game for the Eagles as it is um, for the uh, the Commanders. Mm-hmm. And I also have a um, another name for the Washington football team, if you're interested. Sure. Um, based on the Hogs, I thought that they could be the Washington Squealers. <laughs> so it's no worse than so, what they are. Wait, yeah. No. So so wait. So when they play uh, Pittsburgh, they can be the Squealers versus the Steelers. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. All not right. bad. That's not the worst. Yeah, rim shot. <laughs> red hogs, ward hogs, something hogs. One of the proposals was red tails, which I think yeah, tied back to the Tuskegee Airmen, which yeah, would have been cool. Which just came up with right. the, uh, they the won, horse a couple won today. Yes, yeah. yes. They, it's it's yeah. such a poorly owned franchise. It's bad in every room. We have had bad owners in this city. We have never had an owner as bad as Daniel Snyder. He takes the cake. Yeah. Uh, Ed in Cape May. Hello, Ed. Hello there. Uh, Mike, I, I don't think fans would be fans if we had to put our uh, heart into reality. I, I agree with you completely, Ed. I agree with you completely. Um, like I said, I'm, um, I'm mindful of that thinking and that feeling, uh, and it informs what I write, but sometimes I'm just going to, you know, turn it in a slightly, from a slightly different angle. Eh, sports is fun. Um, Back at the very last game game at the vet, I had bought tickets for myself and my dad. And uh, as it got closer, I guess within a week, I realized I couldn't find those tickets. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, man. So uh, uh, it got to be two days before, and I said, Dad, how bad bad do you want to go to this game? (laughs) He said, I really want to go to this game bad. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be one of the greatest things I've ever done. This is great. See uh, Jim Bunning and uh, Richie Ashburn and all. I said, "Holy crow!" So I uh, I ended up doing something that was kind of new at the time. Mm-hmm. I ended up going on eBay, and uh, the day before, I managed to get tickets on eBay. Wait a second. If you lost your tickets, couldn't you have called up the Phillies and say, I lost my tickets? They didn't. At that point, they wouldn't replace them. I called and asked, and they said, well, uh, that's you know, we don't have a... All right, so wait. So I got it. we got to hit a break because we're late. So you got them on eBay, and... So I get them on eBay, and I'm just kind of hoping 
that this guy actually shows up at at the vet. Oh, oh man! So and I got I got cell phone. I got my dad in the car, so we're driving down, and uh, uh, I of course I I didn't tell him I lost him. I I, I said I got to go in and get an exchange. Of course, if if he knew that I had, and I literally have ten seconds, so you got to just give me the end of the story. End of the story. We went in and had a great time. Love it. Awesome. Good. Glad he got there. Yeah. All right. We'll E-bank. come back. We will come back. We'll grab a call. We'll uh, talk to Moshe Kravitz about what we forgot to talk about and <laughs> the folded piece of paper. We'll tell you the exact score of tomorrow's game. Greatest sound effect ever. Thank you. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack, now on 94 WIP. And I will be doing that pregame tomorrow morning along with Ross Tucker and Joe Giglio, Elliot Shore Parks, Merrill Reese. Who else we got? I'm leaving somebody out, which I don't want to do. Anyway, all begins tomorrow, actually 10 o'clock with Dave Spadaro. We count down to kickoff. Very excited about this game. Should be a lot of fun. Okay, uh, let's grab one more call and sure. then uh, get to a couple things. Rick in Easton. Hello, Rick. I will be donating to your son's cause, as you know. Both your sons were Thank one you. of my yeah. favorite wrestlers. Yeah, he, so Rick was a wrestling referee. Yep. Who re- my son was a high school wrestler. And, and uh, my son still remembers that Rick once called him for stalling. Whoa. Twice when he won the match, that's why. Was anyway, it the, Rick, was it the right call? That's all that matters. Of course it was. Okay. It was 40 years I know myself. Anyway, just like you guys know your stuff. Real quick, guys. Uh, the reason behind the Flyers issues is Comcast, just like the concession is Aramark and Eagles traffic to the police and the director of traffic control. This is a rant for the um, you have a really bad that, you have a really bad connection, but I want to see you are saying that corporate ownership is what's really hurting. Oh, geez, I gotta let him go. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Rick. You just sounded like you were calling from the bottom of a well. Hey, we talked about ownership with Dan Snyder. It is fair to question the ownership of the Flyers. Everybody remembers what it was under Ed Snyder. It was uh, yes. a very different affair. Having said that, I would I would suggest that their problems predate uh, Ed Snyder's death. I would say that the problem started before that. So yeah, I wouldn't disagree. You know the uh, the the constant going for it every single year eventually led to them bottoming out. See, the and system. and that worked when there was no salary cap. exactly because you could cover. You know, it's like oh, we signed Adam Oates. Well, that was a big mistake. We'll just like buy Adam Oates, and Snyder was willing to just keep paying that. So even when his even when it was wrong, his I couldn't fault the guy for his intention in spending the money. Now, if you do that, you get whacked under the salary cap. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. And you need to have a farm system in, in a salary cap age, and they don't have one. All right, Mike Sealski, I hold in my hand a folded piece of paper. Okay. On this piece of paper is the exact final score of tomorrow's Eagles Titanic tilt down in Washington against the Washington Commies. I would like you to give your prediction, and then you will see the truth. As it will happen. Okay, so my prediction, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, I think the Eagles should win this game. Uh, it's going to be a real mark against them if they don't. Their defense is set up to handle Carson Wentz, you know, apply pressure with the front four, cover in the back, force him into turnovers, let him make mistakes. Um, the offense has been playing too well. I mean, A.J. Brown hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Uh, Devontae Smith was basically absent week one, and they're still piling up yards and points. My prediction, Eagles 31, Washington 14. Well, there you go. Look at mine. Well done. Glenn Macnow predicts Eagles 31, 
Washington 21. Yeah, so, I mean, essentially the same thing. I give them that late, cheap touchdown exactly. against the backups. But yeah. I think you're right. I think they're going to dominate. And I th- and you mentioned the receivers who will be big. I think it's going to be the run game. Washington mm-hmm. is a disaster against yes. the run. They were last year. They continue to be. I think it's going to be a big day for Miles Sanders, who's going to go over 100 yards. Yeah, the passes will work. Hurts will be great. They're going to score points. It's going to be easy. You know, the the only downside, it seems like, is actually having to drive to Landover and <laughs> go into that stadium and sit and watch this game. Our friend Merrill Reese hates I FedEx know. Field oh, okay. so you, much. One of my favorite moments of the pregame show tomorrow. We are talking to Merrill. Hold on. I can give people the exact time because I got the rundown here from producer Jack Fritz. We are talking to Merrill at 1213 tomorrow. And I invite people to tune in to 94 WIP because Merrill will roast that stadium. He, he hates oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, and, he, and he doesn't hold back. Well, you are appearing in uh, – you're going to be appearing in a production of Clue. I am. Coming up in, in a month or two. Thank you. Yes. And uh, it's one, of, more players one of my favorite movies from, from my childhood. Colonel my son, Mustard right my, here. My sons love it too. And there's that great scene where Madeline Kahn talks about how much she hates – the woman, her husband had an affair. Yeah. Flames. Flames. Oh, yeah, that's in On it. the side of my... F- that is yeah. Merrill about FedEx Field. That That that's is good. exactly I'll it. Let's see if I can get him to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, first of all, let's wrap up the air by telling people this. Uh, sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking, it's best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Moshe Kravitz, who is our best caller of the day? Well, uh, Todd... In Mount Laurel, just had a great call about uh going about his memory of the vet and being there with his dad and everything, and it was uh, made him an Eagles fan. Yeah, yeah, it made him an Eagles fan, and just on uh, on the day this week in Shibe Sports, we uh, had you know the closing Harry Callis closing down the vet, so I thought we should give it to Todd and Mount Laurel. I love that. Congratulations, Todd! You won a fifty dollar gift card to Shibe Vintage Sports with a story in every stitch. Check out their throwback apparel at their Center City location or visit ShibeSports.com. Moshe Kravitz, what did we forget to talk about today? All right, well, I'm going to kick this off with a quick rant about Fox Sports and their cut-ins, check-ins, to the Aaron Judge home run watch during the Phillies game on (laughs) Thursday night. Guess what? No fans watching that Phillies-Braves game care about the Aaron Judge home run watch and if you want to do a check-in because it's history, and I respect history, do it in a small box in the corner. Don't cut completely away from the game. It was yeah, ridiculous. Then, I didn't know if, what happened in the Phillies game for two minutes. Right, and if he hits one, you can enlarge the box. Exactly. You yes. can bring the it's sound like the OJ in. chase. Just keep it on the screen, and if something happens, we'll show you bigger. Uh, oh, there is we Aaron go. Judge going to maybe hit 61 home runs? That I, I agree that it is history. And if they had done a full, just half and half split screen, I would have been okay with it. But they completely cut away from the game yeah, okay. multiple times. All right, good rant. And Aaron Judge walked. All right, I like it. What else? All right, well, uh, some slight concern for the Eagles on Sunday uh, that we didn't get to with the Cooper doc. Landon Dickerson has a foot injury. That is all we know. Yeah. Some fans are, are asking for Cam Jurgens, who has not played guard for the Eagles yet, to get the start at left guard, Sua Opeta is listed on the depth chart as the backup left guard. What do you guys think? Sua Opeta has experience in the NFL. Cam Jurgens is not a natural guard. I would go with Sua Opeta. I would too, uh, particularly in this game. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. All right, last Cam thing Jurgens from, will get there, but yeah. Last thing from me: last night in Los Angeles, one man took two swings and made history. 
A swing, a long one, left center field, that's the gunner, a gunner for Pujols. One away, partner. From 698 to 699, the 1-1 pitch. A swing, and there it goes, left field, way back, that's home run number 700. Pujols hits a three-run homer, and he hit 699 and 700 at Dodger Stadium on September 23rd, 2022. What a great moment, a Hollywood moment here in L.A. And Albert has been writing Hollywood moments all summer long, and you can add this one to the list, 700 home runs for the great Albert Pujols. And that call from uh, the Cardinals radio. Okay, do you know who the names of the broadcasters are? No, I should have looked that okay. up, shouldn't I? Yeah, that's all right. What hey, Albert Pujols is an all-time great hitter in Major League Baseball history. You're talking 700 home runs. You're talking 33, you know, 3,300 hits. You're yep. talking an OPS over 900. What, three MVPs? He's yep. an all-time great. He's an all-time great. Um, and it's great to see this happen as he finishes because his last three or four seasons, he, he had yeah, just... Yeah, you, you wouldn't have expected this. Right, and I think when the Cardinals picked him up, it was like, yeah, whatever, we'll just mm-hmm. let him finish it out here. But he came on strong and he's really helped them be a great team. The interesting thing to me, and I don't mean to be negative about it because I really applaud Pujols for this and I've really enjoyed his career. Pujols just hit 700 home runs. Aaron Judge is looking to break the American League record and to many people's mind, the real record. Yes. And the country's not nope. infatuated. And once upon a time, those two things would be huge. Yeah. I think there's a couple things at play. I think we've talked about this. One is that because baseball it doesn't occupy the same place in the stratosphere of American sports as, a, as it once did, that's drawing attention away from these guys. Uh, it's the way we talk about sports now, right? Baseball plays a game every day, and so much of the sports discussion is about is in the empty spaces. What what is going to happen in this game coming up next week? Who's signing where? Who's you know getting traded there? And then the other thing I think is that that the steroid era yeah. diminished the power of the home. Run. I agree. I agree. It and and with Judge and Pujols, there's no reason to believe that they have cheated, but still. But you still don't want to say that they're doing it completely yeah. cleanly. All right, and good there stuff. There is the one fact that 700 home runs, so he's only the fourth all time. Yeah. Probably will never happen again. Oh, I don't know. I don't know it, about that. I think it's fair. It's more likely that somebody gets to 61 again than 700 again just based on how many have done it. Well, yes, okay. That's just true. Saying, but like, it seems more listen, likely. We'll never see a 300-game winner again. That, that is 100% see. true. A yeah. 700 home run? I think we'll see one. I mean, Judge could get there, right? We'll see. Okay, we'll see. Well, Moshe will be old at that point, but we'll see. <laughs> Moshe Kravitz, nice job. Mike Sealski, uh, you got an event today people can come out to? I do. I'm going to be at the Bucks County Book Fest in Doylestown today from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. We, it's both a book fest and a pub crawl. So you're going to be bouncing wow. from one go. bar to another that in works. downtown Doylestown. I'll be ta- well. It does. I'll be talking about my book, The Rise, uh, Kobe Bryant and the Pursuit of Immortality. So if you have nothing to do, you're not going to watch college football Coming up to Doylestown, and uh, I'll sign a book for you. All right. We want to thank Charlie Manuel for joining us, our pal Cindy Webster for help making it happen. Uh, I will uh, see you next week. You're off to Eagles, uh, off to, to Landover, wherever the hell it is today. Uh, tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow? Okay. Yeah, long day tomorrow. Enjoy the game. Thank L- you. Looking forward to it. All right, everybody. Go Birds Radio coming up next with Elliot Shore Parks and James Seltzer right here on 94 WIP. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.